Welcome everyone to the Proven Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Church. I'm a music producer from Northeast Ohio. I began this weekly interview series to give you different perspectives on how to approach a career in the field from different artists, producers, engineers, and other great minds who share their stories on not only what's made them succeed, but also what has shaped them into the people that they are today. I hope you gain some real proven knowledge from the show and that it helps elevate you and your endeavors on your own journey towards success as well. Let's get into it. Welcome everyone to episode 147 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today I welcomed a local artist, instrumentalist. His name is Dane Harshman. Dane and I have known each other now for a couple years. Um, We actually got connected through a mutual friend, and it was finally cool to make this happen this week, and we've been talking about it for a while. So, you know, me and Dane had a great discussion today, very inspirational discussion Um, He talked about, you know, his upbringing in the church, you know, how he got connected to music through there, playing the piano, um, you know, how his life has been affected from, you know, moving from different places all over the country, um, losing his brother, what he learned from that, uh, and really just, you know, the last few years picking up guitar, learning that, uh, putting out his own music on streaming services, and overall, you know, Dane's real just spirit for The creativity and the passion that he has is amazing and you'll hear it throughout the episode just you know him describing the importance of music in general to everyone even if you're not a you know big huge fan of music or you don't have a favorite artist or you know if if you just heard music in passing you know during your normal day it's important to every one of us um and i think that's something that was really the narrative of this episode and i'm looking forward to seeing you know what dane can do moving forward Um, with his own music, performing live, all the goals he has for himself. And it was a great, great conversation. Uh, So without further ado, let's get into this one. All right, welcome everyone to episode 147 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we have a great artist, guitarist, I mean, does a lot of great stuff. Really a fan of what this guy is doing. Um, You know, he's, he's literally calling me from across town right now, guys uh dane harshman how are you man good to hear from you. i'm doing good i'm doing good thank you for having me on yeah no problem like i told you a little earlier i've been looking forward to this for a for a little while now yeah for sure man and and we know each other through a mutual friend uh someone that i've known for a while someone you've known for the last few years as well so like i remember he sent me your stuff i think like it's been a couple years already and i was checking Mm -hmm. it out and i was like man i really vibe with like your style and what you're doing and the videos you were posting and stuff and Man, it's it's a pleasure to have you on here, and we've we've ran into each other a couple times in person. We haven't got to do yeah. this, I don't think. Hey, we almost got shot in Cleveland. Remember that? Oh my God, that's right. Actually, no, I wasn't there for that. I wasn't there oh, for that. Weren't? Yeah, you guys. That was the. No, you're right. That, that was the baseball you. game, I think. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, that was up in Cleveland. Yeah, that was a couple other people. Yeah, I was gonna say anyways, it could have yeah, been. If you were there, you would have almost. It could have been me, but I I had to work. So that's why that didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's what it was. But I yeah, we've it. we've definitely ran into each other and had some conversations, but we haven't got to, you know, sit down and talk music, so I'm excited for this. And, you know, to start off every episode, um, we have the guests kind of give some background, you know, how did you get into it, how long have you been doing music, where are you from, all that stuff. I know you're not from Ohio, so where are you from originally? Well, that's kind of a loaded question. I was born in Kentucky, uh, and then after Kentucky, I lived up in Ohio, and I was about two or three years old. Don't really remember that. And then I, I tell everybody I grew up in Florida, down in Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. It was actually a little town. It was like 
30 minutes north of Tampa, but I just say Tampa because everybody knows Tampa. So I lived there for 13 years until the age of 14, and then I moved to Missouri uh, for my freshman year of high school. Then after that, I moved to Indiana for two years, uh, my sophomore and junior year, and then my last year was here in mm-hmm. Sebring, Ohio. So now I'm living in Alliance. So it's been about four or five you know, different states, but... Yeah. What was that like, uh, you know, just growing up, kind of bouncing all over the place? Because I've heard of people, obviously, I've, I can't relate to this because I've been in pretty, pretty much the whole, you know, same place my whole life and all that. But, like, just having to travel and move all the time, was that rough coming up or was that just kind of like you got used to it after a while? Uh, it was kind of, because like I said, but I was growing up in Florida. That's kind of where I remember my childhood starting. Mm-hmm. So everything before then, you know, Kentucky, Ohio, that was kind of just me. You know, before I even knew I was pretty much a person, you know, so, yeah. um, but growing in Florida, you know, the reason we moved a lot, you know, was because, uh, my brother died. So my dad, he got another job and then we just kind of moved around a little bit. So, you know, it was a part of me at first, you know, when I was a little younger and we kept moving, I wasn't a fan of it, but the older I got, it kind of, I kind of viewed it as opportunities just to meet people. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously being in high school, I wasn't a fan of moving away from my friends all the time. And it did take a little bit of a toll on me, but overall i feel like i had a good experience you know just yeah. living everywhere i enjoyed living everywhere it was always a good time yeah. so i imagine that that is kind of something that is woven into like the story of who you are as well now because it's just like yeah it's and a lot of that stuff i think is like it's not in our control when we're younger too and we're kids and we don't understand like a lot of the like complexities of life and things happen and just you just kind of got to roll with the punches but it's like as you get older you start to realize like that's who that's what makes you who you are and like who you're becoming exactly well. so and that's that, funny you said that i was i was just thinking that earlier today i'm like you know if it, if it wasn't for me living in all these different places you know i don't even know what i'd be doing now yeah. you know so all those places you know just little pieces of time where i was living in different places that makes me who i am mm-hmm. but yeah like you said you know it just it forms you as the person who you are you know and it, it is cool being able to you know reach out to people from different states or going to visit back with them you know so you know there's ups and downs to it but definitely yeah. i i just look at the ups of it because you know you can't sit down look at the downs all day yeah so exactly man exactly and how, how did music kind of come into this whole fold then like when did you pick up a guitar when did you start kind of getting and i remember i was about eight years old and i was down in florida and my dad's a preacher so i was in church every sunday and they had this old piano and it was in the separate building across the like the street from the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember after church, I sit on that thing because my parents were the last people to leave. You know, you got to greet everybody and do all that. So, um, but yeah, I'd sit there and I play on the old piano and I was just, I love the sound of it. I don't know what it was, but you know, growing up, um, my, my mom, and my dad, they always had music blaring in the car. You know, they always had music on in the kitchen. If we were cleaning or even eating or just, you know, just chilling out together, they always had music on. So I feel like it was just ingrained into me at a young age. But, um, Definitely, I started out with the piano, and that, that mm-hmm. piano, definitely, I could tell. Once I found my curiosity for those little them sounds coming out of that thing, I just had to get more of it, and I knew I did. So, you know, it started out with the piano for the longest time, and I didn't even learn to play guitar until about three years ago, mm-hmm. about 2020. So, But the piano definitely helped me understand music better, chord structures and stuff like that. Yeah. But at first, you know, I can't read music personally, so... You know, I can read chords, but I can build off of chords, and just by playing naturally, I've learned how to just do certain things. But yeah, definitely, that's where it started out as a kid was the piano. I love that thing. Yeah, man. I, I've heard of a lot of people that grew up in the church too, and how important like the music aspect was. Because even if they, mm-hmm. even if they like didn't end up going to church like later in life or whatever, they're like they always talk about the music part. Like they were in choir or they played something like for a fellowship mm-hmm. or something. It's like that's important because I 
I did that as like a kid and then I was in choir in high school and stuff and I didn't stick with that obviously like you I don't know how to read music or anything I failed all that stuff I was like can't do it man but yeah it's like it's like something about it though just like it's infectious you know what I mean and like once you find what you're really good at and stuff and you just stick with it you just see it grow over time so I imagine it's the same for you and that's that's pretty cool I was actually gonna see like which one you preferred more because I didn't know you had only been doing guitar for a bit because you're really good at it already, man. Like you're incredible at it. So like, I appreciate it. Thank do you, you still have? Do you have like a preference between the two, or you just love them both? You're starting to love them both like equally. It's it's kind of weird. I bounce between the two because I try to play an instrument for at least an hour a day, and that sounds like oh that's a lot of time. But when you love doing it, you don't even think about it. You just pick it up. You just start doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it fluctuates because. Over the overall in the past three years, I would say the guitar has definitely become one of my best friends in life. I just, you know, the especially with the electric guitar because I do play the both. I'm more fluent with the acoustic guitar, but electric I'm getting a little better at, so I'm getting my scales down and everything. But uh, the acoustic is just so much fun. I don't know how to explain it because the the one thing about the piano is it's always it's it's always in the same tuning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And with the keyboard, you can mess around with different sounds. But I've had the same keyboard for over a decade now, and I've you know I know everything about that thing. So. The one thing I love about the guitar is the different tunings you can do. And, um, you know, the one thing I always say about the guitar, too, is what you play on your left hand is what you know, but your right hand is who you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, with the, the finger picking and just the patterns you pick up, I listen to different kinds of music. I love it. So yeah. guitar has definitely become one of my favorites, though, yeah. Yeah, man. And, and congrats for you for sticking with it because, again, I, I took guitar lessons when I was a kid. I feel like I only lasted a couple months and I was done because I was just like, you know yeah. what, stop, can't do it, man. Now, but, do you feel like – did you ever break your fingers in though to the point where it didn't hurt when you play? See, it, that was so long ago. That was God. That had to be like fi- over 15 years ago at this point. So I don't oh, remember okay. a lot of it. I did it because my brother did it, and my mom was always like, you know, whatever your brother does, you kind of got to do the same a little bit because yeah. like, if he had to do it, you have to do it. So I did it. I don't remember too much from it, but I do remember it didn't last long, and I, I remember yeah. not having the patience for it for sure. Yeah, so, I always try to encourage everybody to try to learn at least one instrument, and I always say guitar because piano piano is like finger drums you know you it's it's really weird and you just kind of have to have it in you and if you don't it's going to be tough to learn you can still learn but Mm -hmm. you know it when it comes naturally it's just a lot more fun but guitar is a lot more simple now it it seems a lot harder because of all the stuff you got to do with your hands but once you start you know getting that that uh that um that memory in your hands and everything like that you're pretty much set you know like i said once you break your fingers into it's just a lot of fun there's a lot of different chords and songs you can play too so but yeah, I understand that though. It's, it's, like, it's not uh, for everybody, you yeah. know. It's like building muscle memory, just like anything else. You kind of just got yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Like, yeah. What's that word? Muscle yeah. memory. Yeah, I definitely talk about that a lot on this show. Is just like, and and building habits too, because you kind of got to figure out how to build your own habits. Because I think the way people teach repetition and practice and things like that might not always fit with every single person. So I almost feel like yeah. it, it could be the way the teachers are like giving it to people as well. Because I don't think they understand that people are individuals. So, like, while yeah. there's ways to learn certain, like, chords and things like that, it's like people got to find their own way to do it to make it stick with them in their brain and then have it translate to the actual, like, end result. So I've always thought about that yeah. as well, uh, just how that goes. And But, man, it's impressive that you've only been really sticking with it the last, like, several years and you're already – like this good so I, I think it's just gonna yeah you know it, it's it's been a lot of practice though i will say i remember mm-hmm. last year back in 2022 like late 2021 early 2022 i was playing that guitar for probably three four hours a night um 
because I just didn't have anything better going on. I go to work, come home, and the first thing I want to do is just play the guitar because mm-hmm. I had a really cool amp. I could, you know, turn the reverb up on it and make it sound really pretty and everything. So, but yeah, it was just, you know, it was a lot of practice, you know. A lot of the stuff I say comes naturally. It really, you know, it does, but it's also from practice. And like you yeah. said, it's just repetition, you know, and sometimes you'll get sick of it. And fortunately enough for me, I can switch between instruments and do different things, you know, on my laptop, you know. But uh, for some people, that's the only thing. You know, you don't have to sit there and play all the time. Um, I would say if you are trying to learn it, though, try to at least play it for 10 minutes a day. That way, so your muscle memory kicks in. Because mm-hmm. if you don't play it, you will lose sometimes. Like, I remember I, I stopped playing for probably about two months. And I could still play, but I could tell, you know, my hands were not as broken and all that. So, yeah. But, yeah, I agree with what you said there. I like, uh, I like what you just said about finding, even if it's 10 minutes a day. Because I think everybody always they feel if they don't have the full day to like work on their craft that they don't have any time. But I think I've always heard the the rule that even if you only have a couple minutes a day, that's better than waiting and just doing it once or twice a month. You know what I mean? If yeah. you can even put those couple yeah. minutes in a day, it goes a long way. It all adds and up. And honestly, you know, that applies to most things yeah. in life, to be honest with yeah. you. But definitely with the guitar, you know, yeah, that, just that 10 minutes, like I said, just to, just to keep you warmed up a little bit. And it doesn't have to be nothing crazy, but you will hear yourself get better. And that's the coolest thing about the guitar. You know, you don't see yourself get better. You can hear it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't do that with a lot of things in life, but with, with instruments you can. And yeah. it makes you understand music better. And when you listen to music, you kind of you start to appreciate even sounds you wouldn't, you know, used to appreciate. Mm-hmm. So even like, I don't like heavy metal stuff. You know, I used to be like, oh, man, that's just too... That's too much for me. But the more I hear the guitar work in there, I'm like, that is pretty impressive. I'll give him that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might not be my taste, but I'm like, dang, that dude can play the guitar yeah. like a crazy person. So so speaking of taste, then, I'm curious, even when you were growing up all the way until now, because you said you, you do listen to a lot of different types of music, uh, who, who would you say are kind of your biggest influences when you were a kid or even just now, like still today? Oh, man. Anybody that knows me knows that I'm a fanatic of Coldplay. I love Coldplay with everything I have. I'm telling you. They get, they get a lot I mean, of hate, man. I think they get a, they a do, lot of hate. They do. But... And, you know, I understand why. Because in the past about decade-ish or so, they've started to go more towards the radio sound and the pop sound. And I could still appreciate it, but I'm not the biggest fan of it. But Coldplay's early work, I mean, their first album, Parachutes, going on to the second album, uh, Rush of Blood of the Head, that's some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life. And that's really what, you know, started getting me into the acoustic and stuff like that was trying to learn those songs. So, <clears throat> but Coldplay definitely, I've always been a fan of that early 2000s alternative rock kind of sound. Um, but I kind of also do like that, that new synth sound that people are using. Um, so, you know, but Coldplay definitely, uh, I, I started getting into making rap beats a little bit. So I do like some of Trippy Red's uh, just instrumental work and the producers he works with, you know, he, he has some incredible stuff out there too. So there's so many sounds these days, you know, Coldplay is definitely at my top, but I got a ton of other artists below there. I love, um, Day Glow is a really good band too. I like high reverby stuff. You know, I'm, I like that dreamy kind of, you know, stuff, but I try to incorporate acoustic stuff in there. I'm trying to do it for some of my newer music, but yeah, definitely <clears throat> just that alternative sound. Yeah. So talk, talk a little bit about, you know, trying or not even trying cause you're doing it now producing a little bit too. And like kind of bringing mm-hmm. things in the DAW. I forget cause we had discussed this before. I forget what you bought. You bought like an interface, you bought all kinds of stuff to kind of like get things going. So how's that been the last like year? Yeah. So, so um, in December of 2021, I just moved out in my apartment in uh, September. So I had a job and then I was saving up some money. So I got a, a MacBook and then a Scarlett interface and then just a couple of plugins and a microphone and one of those cages, just a little sound barrier thingy. Um, and that was pretty much it. And 
you know, before I even got all of that, I was making music on my phone on GarageBand. And, uh, you know, you can make, anybody can make music. If you got a phone, you know, and a microphone through like a, you know, headphones or AirPods or something, you know, you can make it happen. But I was making just little stuff here and there. I wasn't really posting a whole lot, but I was starting to get into the more, just, just the production side of music. So I, I started getting interested in the way music was made and how it sounds so full in my ears and everything like that. So, you know, I got into it, but yeah, I got all that stuff and it's been a slow but tedious process. I feel like it definitely, it's not as hard as what I thought it is, but it also is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause the more I understand it, you can pick up on things and you can save presets and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, production, it's really, uh, it makes you appreciate the producers more than the artist. <laughs> Most times for me, yeah. at least, I can respect the producers a lot of times because, yeah. yeah. I it's crazy because like for me, I always felt like like when I started, I knew it was gonna be like a learning curve for a bit, but I think it was just like what you said with the instruments, where if you just like continue to do it more and more, and then if you get past that, be I think the beginning stage is always the hardest with anything, because you're <clears throat> you're wanting things to just be like perfect right away or like really good, and they're just not usually. Yeah, you know what I mean it's like. So you kind of just got to like push through and like get to that point where you're feeling at least like, okay, I'm getting the hang of it now. Things are starting to sound a little better. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I love like, I just always love the idea of producing from the standpoint of you could do the work of like a five person band on one like computer with by yourself. You know what I mean? You could make oh, yeah. all these tracks with these different instruments. It just fascinated me that whole idea. So that's how, I got into it to begin with was just like I could you can still collaborate with people and like make stuff together but if you wanted you could make an entire album by yourself with no one else uh, oh yeah and you know the cool thing about these dolls now like Logic Pro and GarageBand is they have these automatic drummers you know you can just put in a drum track and you literally have thousands of different just rhythms you could you choose from you know they're all they all sound professional you know and like you said if you just go online and start finding sound packs and you know just things to put in you know, you could really do it all yourself, and I have a really good time doing it by myself, but I also do want to start reaching out and doing more live music and playing with others because mm-hmm. I struggle, you know, everybody has their strengths and weaknesses, but I do struggle sometimes with writing lyrics. I'm not the biggest fan of doing that. I do like the instrumental part, but, you know, with electric guitar work, I wish I could work with other people. So, yeah, you know, there's ups and downs to it just like everything else in life, but yeah. it, it is a great time. I mean, if you have a really good idea and you can capitalize on some of those sounds and you know that this is going to become something you're about to love, it really, it's a fun time, you yeah, know what I mean? That's awesome, and it's great to hear that you're doing that still and keep keep it up, man, because I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. And I, I know that you've released a few songs already on, like, streaming platforms, too. I think you've put out, like, three or four songs already. So mm-hmm. talk about those a little bit, like... What's it been like putting songs up for everyone to hear finally? It's been fun, but I've learned that I'm my biggest, my biggest uh, critic. And, you know, I, I have so many song files that, you know, I've shown people and a lot of them like it, um, but I just haven't put them out because I don't like the mixes too much. And, you know, I want to put professional sounds out there. Mm. But one thing I'm starting to learn is I just got to start putting stuff out, you know, even if it's not going to sound the greatest because I'm starting to realize that the more stuff I put out, the more opportunities I get just from mm-hmm. being able to talk to people like you or just, you know, being able to play live or something like that. So, you know, I do plan on releasing a lot of stuff this year, but the first song I came out with was, um, it was last uh, September, I believe, and it was called Ordinary Friends. And it was kind of more like a synth wave pop sort of sound, but it's still one of my favorites. I mean, I still listen to it, you know, when it's on in the car, if it comes on my playlist, I'm like, I got to turn this up because mm-hmm. this is, in my opinion, it's probably one of the better mixed songs I have. So, um, 
but yeah, I love that one. That's a really cool song. So if you guys haven't checked that out, go and check that out. Ordinary Friends, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. But the second one I released was called Mr. Nichols' Wet Brain. I know people are like, what does that mean? <laughs> he was my old chemistry teacher in Indiana, and I got a picture of him because he wanted me to take a picture of him, like pointing at the whiteboard or something, because he was just a real goofy mm-hmm. dude. But I was like, I got to make an instrumental for him. So it was kind of <laughs> like a, how do I explain it? It's kind of got those keys in there. It's a cool song. It's kind of hard to explain how it sounds, but you can go check that out too. And then the last one I just put out was called Home. I put that one out in January, and that one's more of an acoustic-led song with uh, more synth and you know the vocals. I try to spend more time on those and have some electric guitar in it. So that's a cool little song too. But I do have a lot of different sounds coming out this year. I just gotta, I gotta get to working um, on finishing all those. But yeah, so that's what I got now. Uh, I'm actually releasing a song this Friday too. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the mix going on, but I'm going to get it done real quick and I'm going to put it out. So that's going to be Friday. I think that's Mm -hmm. the 24th, I believe. And, uh, so that's going to be a cool song too. So yeah, yeah, just a lot of different stuff I'm working on. So awesome, man. I I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Mr. Nichols has ever heard that song or if he ever will. I don't know. You know, I used his picture and I thought, man, is he going to sue me or (laughs) he would do something like that? But yeah, I was like, I'm curious if he's heard that before. Yeah. So like one day, one day you'll have to like meet up with him and be like, I, I made this in your honor, man. I hope you, I hope you uh-huh. enjoy this. Uh, but that's, <laughs> that's great to hear, man. And I, and like I said, I've, I've been kind of seeing you drop stuff here and there. I, I, I remember that in December you did drop something. So I wanted to touch on that for sure. Do you see yourself doing like from here on out, like a mix of the instrumental projects mixed with like your own stuff where you'll be like singing, doing like other songs as well? Do you kind of want to do both as you continue to move along? You just you're just gonna see where it goes. Keep experimenting and just release what feels right, I guess. Yeah. So, you know, I I also do like kind of getting on the social media aspect of it, making videos for TikTok and stuff. Because fortunately, I have the material to do that now. So, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing some of that, but definitely it's tough for me because I'm an instrumentalist. I love I love doing live music. You know, I play live every uh, every Sunday. I'm a worship leader, but um, other than that, you know, we'll go play at bars with the little band that I'm in now uh, with Timmy the Boy here in Alliance. So shout out to him. But uh, yeah, so I, I try to balance the instruments with producing, but I've learned that it's it's tough to keep both up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, you can integrate the both by recording music, but if you're always trying to record music, it kind of takes away from the music sometimes. You know, you, it doesn't mean as much to me. I feel like when I have a microphone on all the time, you know, because I remember the days of me being, you know, 17, 18 years old up in my parents' room strumming the guitar with just for hours just by myself with no video you know no outlet to show people because that was just you know the raw me so Mm -hmm. you know i think it's important to balance the two out um but moving in the future you know one of my biggest dreams is to start a band i would love to start a band you know find a drummer an electric guitar player and a bass player maybe a keys player or something but that's something i could think about uh here in the future and i've been using a couple apps uh like vamper that's kind of like tinder for musicians that app, it's okay. I mean, I don't know if you've used it or not. Oh, I've you know, used you it. can reach out to people. It, it, <laughs> I've used it, it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, yeah. but anyways, um, so yeah, that's definitely a dream of mine in the future is to mm. start a band. But for me, I want to become more comfortable just playing live because in a church setting, I'm good at doing it. You know, I know the people there every week. I, I talk to them every week, but I want to go out there and try to get, you know, maybe on stage at some small festivals or bars or something like that. Um, just to not only show them, but show myself that I can get up there and, you know, mm-hmm. be, be a good performer and just, you know, be a good musician overall. So, yeah, yeah that's definitely a goal for the future is just it's just reaching more people's ears, I guess, in any way. You mm-hmm. know, not everybody's going to like your music. Not everybody's going to like your style. But at the end of the day, if you're putting on music and it's a good message, you know, people can look up to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, 
I always say you'll always find the right people for you. You know what I mean? You don't want to be for everybody. You just want to be for the right people. So that's yeah. definitely the important thing to remember. It's crazy because Timmy actually posted, I think it was the last show, he posted videos, and I saw someone on stage, and I could have swore it was you, and I was like, that looks like Dane. I'm like, I feel like that might be him. So you just confirmed that was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. in, uh, I think that was in December. It was on December the 9th in camp. We played at the Oracle. That was a fun little show. Yeah. There wasn't a whole, whole lot of people there, but it was a good time. Everybody there was real friendly and everything, so that was fun. But yeah, yeah, that was me on stage doing the keys and yeah. a little bit of guitar, and so that was a good time. Because yeah. he asked me to go, and I think I had prior commitments. I was like, hopefully one of these ones coming up soon. Because he was on this podcast a couple years ago. I'm going to get him on here again soon uh, to kind of mm-hmm. catch up with him and everything. He's, he's a great dude, man. So yeah, proud of what he's doing. Um, other than music, like outside of music, let's just say something that kind of would help, like spark your creativity, give you more inspiration. Another hobby, another like leisurely activity. What are you doing outside of that? Just to kind of you know continue to live life and give yourself the necessary means to create. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I worked at Walmart for a couple of years out of high school. I'm slowly starting to learn that I probably should have went to college or done something <laughs> a little more fruitful with my life. But I'm good because I was making money and everything like that. Yeah. So, you know, it got me money to get the guitars and everything. So, um, But I worked, and so right now I'm doing what's called Spark Delivery, and it's like Walmart delivery stuff. So I'm making good money doing that. But one thing I find myself loving more than a lot of other things is just being around people, just talking to people, because you find some of the craziest people out there. But they're mm-hmm. awesome. Like I – I, you know, I, I was just in West Virginia yesterday and I went to an abandoned castle just, just to go there because it was like a little tourist attraction or whatever. And this, this gold guy was there and he had a cane and I'm thinking, I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to interrupt this space, but he started talking to me and he was real nice and he was one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life, you know, and he was real chill and everything like that. And, you know, it was, you know, just, just random people like that. You know, I love just going out and about. You know, I don't like going to like random places 24 seven, but if I'm at the store, you know, and I see something that might be a little bit out of the blue, like somebody doing something that's like, you know, I don't know, like using a, a basket instead of pushing an actual cart, you know, I'll go up and talk to them and be like, you know, what's like, yeah. but, uh, definitely I, I play rocket league. I love rocket league. Um, but I would say a lot of my time is definitely spent with the music. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other inspiration, it does come from, you know, being at church as well. I want to make more gospel music and stuff, and I love to make music with choirs and all that kind of fun stuff, but you know how expensive music starts to get when you start thinking of ideas, so, um, you know, maybe someday down the future I'll start doing that, but definitely I want to start doing more gospel stuff, because mm-hmm. that, that's starting to mean a lot more to me, especially recently, so, um, but yeah, just, I would say all that, honestly, that's pretty much what gets me going, oh, and Chipotle, because I eat at Chipotle probably four <laughs> or five times a night, if you ever go to the, uh, the Chipotle Alliance, ask if they know Dane. About to say you're, they are. <laughs> you're, you must be a regular then, so you probably got. The, yeah, I am. Yeah, you got the order on lock and everything, so that's yep. awesome, man. So, last few questions here, and these are ones I ask on every episode. Uh, the first one is, if you could go back ten years ago, maybe give yourself a piece of advice, or maybe not change anything at all. What do you think you would do? Man, ten years ago, my life was completely different. I mean, everybody could say that, but. You know, that would have been back in 2013. Um, You know, in 2015, December 9th of 2015, my brother was killed in a car accident. And then, you know, I moved a lot after that. And my brother was only 15 years old at the time. So, you know, we were only two years apart in age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that when I was younger, I didn't really, I understood it, but I didn't really fully understand the, the implications of the situation. 
and how it would affect me the order I got. So, yeah, definitely if I could go back 10 years ago, I would just say to just keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's all our first times living on Earth. Nobody really knows, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I just did, especially going through the death of my brother and moving a lot and, you know, having to bounce from friends and be finding myself lonely a lot. You know, I got real tough on myself a couple of years ago, especially when I first moved out. And I went through some tough times then. And um, the one thing I learned about myself was music is the only thing that really keeps me going some days. And everybody has their outlet. But I would say a lot of people music, you know, I think people listen to music way more than they think they do when they're in the grocery store. It's on, you know, so it's really integrated into our society, into mm-hmm. our lives. But music, it really helps out a lot of people. So not only could I help myself out by playing and hearing my sounds, but I can also help others out by sending out a message and letting people know, hey, you know, I've been through a lot in life, you know, maybe more than others, maybe not as more as others. But at the end of the day, I'm still here because of something that keeps me going, you know, and that's music. And I want everybody to be able to find something like that. So, yeah, yeah 10 years ago, you know, I was playing the little keyboard in my room. I would have just I would have just looked at myself and said, just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just got to learn as you go. So it is what it is, you know. But, yeah, exactly, man. I love that about kind of finding using that as like inspiration to give back to someone else like a total stranger you know what i mean that's, yeah that's what it's all about at the end of the day and i like that too about like if music wasn't around we would know it like if, if it got taken away from us we would immediately know even like oh, you yeah. said the people that don't consider themselves like music aficionados or like diehard fans they would know they'd be like well this is kind of weird like walking in the store you don't hear anything you watch a commercial you don't hear anything you're just seeing the picture you're just like yeah, it feels it feels wrong. You know what I mean. And that's so. the thing is, you know, music is the universal language. I mean, one thing I've also learned about music is it doesn't matter if you understand the language in it; you could hear the same instruments. Everybody in the world could hear the same instruments. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's the it's the language that doesn't that doesn't speak. It's just you know everybody, and it's different because music hits you different. It hits you in the feels. You know, it's something that you don't just hear; you feel it. You know, and. That's what I love about music, and I think it is kind of cool starting to learn about some of the frequencies and stuff that people are using. Of course, we could have a long conversation about all that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it is cool being able to understand, you know, the frequencies and what music really is on a deep level, but also understanding that music is there to just help people out, you know, even instrumental stuff. I love doing instrumental stuff. I've been working on my voice the past couple years. I kind of like my voice. Like, the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, okay, I can respect my voice because it's starting to it's getting a little raspy the older I get, but it's, it's also sounding good. So I'm trying to work on it more. I don't have the best voice in the world, but I can tell if I were to work on it, you know, I, I may be able to go somewhere someday. So I'm trying to stay mm-hmm. humble through it all, but just, but also keep working. So, um, but I love the instrumental work and that's one thing that keeps me going. You know, I love jazz music. I don't care if anybody's singing, if there's people playing instruments yeah. and it's that good, I can just sit there and all the whole time. It's just how someone could come up with these chord progressions and these little notes here and there and just do all this. And, you know, it's to me, it's just crazy. I mm-hmm. listen to music sometimes, and I'm like, I just cannot believe that somebody came up with that. And a lot of the time, I feel like with songs and music and stuff, songs sometimes they come to you, you know. And I feel like sometimes they're not even mine, you know. Like when I come up with an idea, I'm I gotta hold on to it, and I really gotta work on it, and I gotta I gotta make it sound good because I feel like it's not you know my idea. I feel like it just kind of came, and before I know it, could have went if I didn't work on it. So you know, I'm definitely blessed to be able to just come up with a lot of the just sounds I have and stuff, you know. It's not the greatest music in the world right now, but I can tell the more I'm starting to work on it, I can make some really cool stuff, especially with mm-hmm. the instrumentals. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to my future, though. I'm going to say that. I can feel myself. I'm definitely starting to build more momentum just in my own head about where I want to be and the direction I want to go as a person. 
because one thing, and you've probably learned this about music too, your music is a direct reflection of who you are as a person, mm. you know? So if you're putting out music and it's, you know, you're producing it and you're doing all of it and it doesn't really sound that good and you're not really putting out a lot of stuff, I mean, odds are, you know, you're doing that to a lot of things in life, you know? Mm. But if you start to focus more on your music and understand it better, you start to understand yourself better, you know? And that's what I love about music. It really helps me out just even understanding myself and the world around me. It's really a cool outlet. And that's why I think it's one of the coolest things of art in the whole entire yeah. world. I just, music is art and music is amazing, man. Yeah, you man. know that too, but yeah. I was going to say, I couldn't have said that any better myself. So you, you, you just, I think you just touched everybody listening. That's for sure. Especially I appreciate it. Thank you. Man. That was great. That was great stuff, man. So, you, you know, you just kind of mentioned it, but where do you, where do you see, cause this is kind of flipping that last question around 10 years from now, you know, where do you see yourself in your life and just everything you're doing? That's a good question. That is a great question. One thing I've also learned about myself in the past couple of years is I want to do music, but, you know, us as musicians, especially listening to this podcast right now, we're starting to understand that a lot more people are doing music these days than what they were even 10 years ago and that the outlet to do music is a lot more available for people. And that's a good thing, but sometimes for the music industry it's a bad thing because you have a lot of people that are just flooding just flooding everybody's social medias with sounds and stuff and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of talented people out there but there's also a lot of people that you know they may not have as much talent as some of the other people you know and it's just there's a lot of music right now there's a lot of crazy different music right now and for me i love it all but one thing about me in 10 years what I want to be doing, definitely I want to keep music in my life. Um, as I get older, I have to also understand financially what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I could sit here and dream about becoming a musician, but, you know, music doesn't always pay the bills, you know what I mean? And it's a tough career. It's, you know, you're going to be really hard on yourself. People around you are going to be really hard on you, even if they don't say it. You know, they're going to be thinking, you know, one thing about being a musician too is, um, you know, sometimes family's not going to support you. Um, my family, they support me. They do a good job at that. But sometimes, you know, even people closest to you, you know, you know, they don't, you know, they don't have to owe you their time to listen to the music. I mean, if they don't like it, they don't like it. There's nothing you can do, you know, but you're going to find that sometimes it's a very lonely, a very lonely career and it's a very tough career. But if you can stick with it and understand that, you know, it's not even about the money. It's just about the music. And that's something I've learned over the past couple of years where I'm content with working a job if I can keep music in my life, because that means I can pay for my music stuff. And maybe one day I'll put out a song or it'll blow up, you know, maybe it won't, you know, and at the end of the day, I still have my guitar and I still have my sounds and music's still going to reach people without you even knowing it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's, it's so important to keep the love in just anything you do and the passion mm-hmm. in it. Cause I honestly, I feel the same. If it goes away, then what's the point? You know what I mean? Like yeah. if that's gone, then what, if you're just chasing monetary stuff all the time, it's like, you might as well just go have that job and nothing else. Cause like, you're not feeding yeah. your creative side. You're not doing anything that you enjoy to do. And I, I think people get lost in that eventually. And, and yeah, yeah, as definitely. you continue on, so it's good to, it's good to have that in mind as well. And I, yeah. I have to remind myself of that all the time, man. It's just like and social media, it, so. social media, really, it's really making it confusing for a lot of artists too, because in my opinion, and I could be wrong on this, but I would argue it's probably, 30% of the music anymore and about 70% of marketing mm-hmm. and media and social media and putting yourself out there. You know, me personally, I had to tell myself, you know, do I want to put on that persona of being, of being a, of being a performer, you know, do mm-hmm. I want to actually go up there and have to be something I'm not, but then I realized the older I got, I don't have to, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the talent, if I keep working, it'll speak for itself. I don't have to be something I don't have to, but, but definitely I think social media confuses a lot of people in the music industry. You know, we don't know, 
how much is too much to post. We don't know, you know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, when to post or where to post or even what to say for the caption or, you know, so I think a lot of people overthink a lot of aspects of their life these days, definitely through social media, but music, you know, it kind of clouds the head sometimes. And sometimes you got to step away from posting. And like I said earlier, it's just going back to becoming your, you know, just your raw true self. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, for me, it's just sitting in my room playing guitar with nothing around me. I don't have to perform for anybody or do anything. Um, but you have to try to balance it out, you know. So it is a tough, it's a tough and weird because the music industry is starting to bleed into our lives more and more every day, you know, because anybody's able to make in the, the music industry with just the phone, like mm-hmm. I said earlier, and a laptop. You know, so it is kind of weird, but it's also kind of fun. You know, as the world keeps getting weirder, it keeps getting a little more fun. You know, it's like yeah. there's something something else different every day, but it's it's entertaining. You know what I mean? And I love doing it. And the coolest thing about social media, and this is the last thing I'll say here, is that it's just awesome to be able to reach other people across the world, be able to work with other artists and stuff. I mean, for a long time, I was like, I don't know if anybody around this area would like my sound, you know. And people do around here, they, you know, they do like it. I get good compliments, but a lot of the compliments come from people I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I post on TikTok, people are, you know, and that's the coolest thing about music with social media is you can reach anybody across the whole entire world. And it's just cool. I think that's awesome. So, yeah, man, I guess it's just kind of taking that good with the bad, you know, and just keep it, keep it moving. So I definitely feel that. Exactly. Feel everything you just said, man, 100%. So do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Just stick with it. I'm telling you guys, I've been in some of the lowest points of my life. I mean, when I first got this apartment, I remember coming home from work, sitting in my room. It was dark in my room. I'd close the blinds, you know what I mean? I put on, I started watching sad TikToks and all that. You know what I mean? It was just not good times. And, mm-hmm. of course, there were a couple other things going on, too. I had some medical situations going on and just tough family stuff. You know, after after a brother dies, you know, family's not really ever the same. I mean, they're still there, but... You know, everybody, it, they kind of just go their own separate paths in life, at least in their head, you know, because you never know what someone's thinking about and stuff like that. So just with anything in life, whether it be music or school or work, just stick with it. Because a couple of years ago, I could not even imagine myself having my own place doing music like this, getting on here, talking to people like you, you know, and we all got to start out small, you know, and at the end of the day, not everybody's going to make it, but we don't have to make it mm-hmm. in order just to put out good music and just to show people that music is there to show love and just you know that that's my overall message especially in a world like we are in today it's a very tough world but just stick with it just stick with it find that passion and if you don't have a passion you know listen to music listen to our music right <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah just stick with it yeah. Yeah, man. man dane oh dude that was great great episode man thank you so much and no problem. i appreciate thank you for having me on dude I, I this was a long time coming you 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 inspired me today man you inspired me thank you like that thank that you. was great stuff it. and i I feel a lot of people are going to enjoy this one, and uh, we'll definitely have to do it again soon for sure. So, Yeah, definitely. Thanks, everyone, for listening today. That was episode 147. We'll be back this time next week. As always, hit the support button on your podcast streaming platform if you'd like to send any funds. And feel free to leave us that five-star rating if you enjoyed today's episode. So we'll see you then. Thanks, guys.